0: What's up my beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of My Life Not Yours and today I'm actually recording this one day before it's released so a lot of work for me to edit and get it out to you by Monday but I'm focused on doing that and that is the main topic of this week's episode, the power of focus. But Before we get started in my newsworthy week, I thought it would be worth sharing a few things that have really been quite exciting uh, over the past couple of weeks, actually, just not in the, the first week. So the good news is the power of the law of attraction is a great thing and works. All you have to do is ask, believe and receive. Now, I don't know if you remember, but I created a vision board with a holiday and travel buddies. When you're a single gal, sometimes you just want someone to go away with. Now, let me just clarify. There are a lot of you out there that are quite happy to go away on your own all the time. You don't need somebody to do it with. And I kind of agree with that. I wanted to have a break in 2022, very early on to actually just relax, if I'm honest with you. And then what's happened is, I thought it would be nice to go away with somebody and I'm just going to put that in my thoughts. I've booked a holiday for the 21st of May and I can't wait. Seven days just relaxing in Gran Canaria. Not a normal place I'd want to go to. I've been there a few times but seeing as it's doing nothing else but probably slobbing about, working out and getting much needed sun, I don't care. And a friend's coming with me and people... My skin needs it. I looked in the mirror the other day and I just saw it just looks a bit marked. It doesn't look shiny and deep and dark. So that was that. Uh, last week I started working with a new client and oh, I, again, power of law of attraction. I had a vision board last year that said about getting more work doing the things I love. And I specifically said, wouldn't it be great to do something a little bit more in social media just to test myself? And guess what? I've got a client who I'm doing just that with and it's going to be a challenge, but it's going to really put some learnings into place that I've studied and I'm kind of excited about that one. But it's going to be hard work. My mum's breast cancer lump is shrinking I took the time one day to send her a message just to see how she was doing. And uh, the consultants said radio, radio therapy even will start soon. Yeah, it hasn't spread. So that was really good to hear, if I'm honest. And then the final one was just last night. So I'm sitting here, bleary eyed, trying to keep my bloody eyes open. Went to an old time friend, haven't seen them for a long time, um, who I used to ski with. He had a massive party last night in a banqueting suite and it was just so lovely to get dressed up, put some heels on and oh gosh there were people that I hadn't seen there for almost 20 years. But it was the preparation getting ready for this thing y'all. At 7.30 I'd gone out for a run and I think I posted on one of my social channels about being out in one degree of freezingness. Didn't take a nap or anything before later on. And I spent all afternoon trying on these dresses, but it was worth it because the one I wore looked fantastic. But aside from that, it was like a royal wedding reception. And people got up and spoke about this guy and how much he'd done. And it just made me feel quite teary. Seeing friends that had got married decades ago were still together and had beautiful children. All aged between the age of 14, 21. Most were at university. Some were just finishing off their GCSEs. And they were just hanging around adults and just being absolutely gorgeous. And then there were some people that I hadn't seen for an absolute decade who'd suffered from some serious illnesses and were grateful just to be present that night. I just think gratitude is so important and I challenge you this week to take time when it's really quiet and list 10 things you are grateful for because this guy was really grateful to be alive and be there at part of that celebration and you could see it. And the world is really that small because this girl came up to me and said, I'm sure I've seen you somewhere before. And I thought, here we go. I look like somebody. But then she said, didn't you used to train at this West London athletics track? Weren't you part of Rez Cameron's jump squad back in the day? And I said, yes. And then I remember she was a hurdler. I haven't seen her for over 20 years and she looked fantastic. You know, there's some people you just don't recognise when they age, but that night was timeless I just wanted to share that with you because I'm sitting here looking out the window. It's bloody freezing still and it's April but I had such a lovely time last night but I am tired as fuck today. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is I've really needed in the past couple of weeks to focus. Whether it's setting my intentions, whether it's not getting distracted, I wanted to just examine this today and in particular I'm going to go into habits. The reason why I've thought about this is because I've been reading as part of my morning ritual, you know I do my personal development books and I've done a lot in the last year and a half, is The Power of Focus by Jack Canfield and I'm telling you it's an absolute game changer, absolute game changer, really easy read, some really powerful action steps that you can take. How many times have I heard from others I'm too busy, oh yeah I'll get around to that and they procrastinate and Whatever excuses that come up. Yep, I'm busy is that go to phrase, and most of the time it's true. You're overwhelmed, you can't make work deadlines, and the time you're able to concentrate is seriously diminishing, even though I seem to get brain fog all the time, but I think that's part of the menopause that I'm going through, which is another topic for another day. But if you can answer yes to most of what I've just said, you're really lacking focus, which Ultimately, will hold you back from your full potential. Did you know that according to a Harvard study, about 74% of our time is a wandering mind? 74% is a wandering mind. I kind of get that, you know, because sometimes I get up in the morning, I've got my list of tasks to do for my work, and next thing you know, I'm distracted. I'm going off doing something else, I'm thinking about something, and then I've moved on to the next... But we don't realise that actually the one thing that kind of holds us back is focus. And if you do get distracted and wish you could maintain energy levels and that bit of oomph, it is all related to focus. You may not think so, but it really, really is. Focus involves A, knowing your strength and focusing on those, not your weaknesses, Do you know how many times people think, yeah, I've got to work on my weaknesses? No, 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 no. You need to reverse all of that and focus on your strengths. B, changing habits for healthier, wealthier and a debt-free life. C, maximising your personal and professional growth. Focus means paying attention, getting things accomplished. Focus can always be improved if you are a highly focused person. So don't think that these people that you see are in their lane, they've got it. They need to keep training it too. It can be improved. And focus is a skill and a really, really valuable one at that. You know when sometimes in jobs, for example, and they say to you, what skills do you have? If you're good at focusing, say focus. I think it might knock them out of the ballpark. Because actually, employers, or if you work for yourself, being able to focus and get things done is is fantastic. And while I'm talking about focus, the gateway to all thinking is focus. Perception, memory, learning, reasoning, problem solving and decision making. Without it, your ability to think will suffer and you won't be as effective in your work or personal endeavours. Not concentrating on the right things equals distraction and basically nothing gets done. So I'll go into these in a little bit more depth now, and just look at one thing that can help you focus better. In Jack Canfield's book, he and his co authors suggest 10 strategies that help improve your focus, and I really bloody love them. I love this book so much that I limit myself to five pages a day because I don't want to finish it, and I've just actually ordered something else from him. It is so good. I'd absolutely highly recommend it. But I'm not going to share all of the strategies. Ugh. I'm not going to stre- up Oh my goodness. I'm not going to share all the strategies yet because I haven't finished the book. I do want to get into habits because I think people can be very unaware of the type of habits they have. So without further ado, did you know that habits really determine your future? You know I do my morning ritual And it's actually a habit now. I do it without thinking unless I'm really tired due to a late night or a bad night's sleep, which has happened twice this week and now three times because I was out last night. But what is a habit? We're not talking about what nuns wear either, which is a black habit. According to Google, it's a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. But you know what I prefer? It's a behaviour you keep repeating And if you persist in developing a new behaviour, it becomes automatic. Does that kind of make sense? Let's take the example of when you drive a car. For the first time, if it's manual, so we're not talking automatic, manual gear stick, changing gears feels really, really clunky. But the more you go out and have those driving lessons, the more you do that practicing, it becomes seamless, it becomes automatic, and then it becomes a smooth operation. It's a habit, right? You know how to do it. I think some of my habits, now don't knock me down for this. If I'm in a public place, take last night at this party, when I go to the loo, I will squat over the toilet seat. And a lot of people may say that's hygiene or whatever, but no, it's a habit. I squat over a toilet when it's not my own. I always change my bed on the same day, every week, but on the same day. It's always on a Saturday, it's a habit when I look for a holiday it is so painstakingly dull but I'm not one of these impulsive people so what happens is I end up looking and researching for at least a week before I put my money where my mouth is and I kind of love this quote which sums up my habits and anybody's habits actually by a guy called Horace Mann, a habit is a cable, we weave a thread each day and at last we can't break it. Isn't that lovely? We weave a thread each day and at last we can't break it. Successful people have successful habits and let's face it, those who are unsuccessful probably don't. Now we could go into a whole plethora of the reasons why, but negative habits breed negative consequences. Kind of makes sense, yeah? And then you've got successful habits create positive rewards. But determining what success is from one person to another is a whole other episode. But let's let's give another example. Say you want to enjoy a longer life or live healthier like I do. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people do. You need healthy habits. For example, good nutrition, exercise, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. But the reality is in this Western world, people are fucking overweight. They don't exercise enough. In some places, they're undernourished. So go figure, because we adopt a live-for-the-moment attitude. Quick win type of approach. I'm hungry, get takeout. Need to lose a weight, go on them stupid slim fast or uh, silly diet programs. Exercise. Oh, my mate's going to do a yoga class. Let me go and do it. But in the mindset, you haven't thought about the long-term Part of it yeah I might come out for a bike ride with you on Saturday do I really want to do it long term probably not and for me exercising not only is a big part of my life but it is a habit and I felt really off kilter this week because my minimum to exercise and that includes yoga which is exercise as well or going for a walk is five times a week it's been three this is my lowest amount of exercise I've done for ages I think I've been tired because I had a big event for a client this week that I had to run and I just couldn't get it together. It's been beneficial not only to me mentally, uh, but also for my personal well-being and long-lasting longevity. Not saying I want to live to 110 or anything, but at least, you know, it kind of for me as well offsets some naughty little habits like having a little drink now and again. Relationships is another one. If you're in the habit of starving your important relationships of time, love and energy you can't really expect happy outcomes and I'm not just talking about the loved ones although those ones particularly take effort I'm talking about the relationships you have with friends I'm talking about relationships you have with your family work is a different dimension but they take effort they take time and I don't think we always think about that but if you think about your most enriching relationships, you think about the effort and the compassion and the love that you put into them. I think one of the biggest ones to provide an example for is money. Bad habits sometimes lead to a never-ending cycle of debt or having work, having to work in later years when you'd rather be chilling with your feet up in the sun, sand or rain. That's if you do work. If you make those efforts earlier on in life, then you can do more of the things you love. But people get into debt very quickly for one or many a reasons. I'd like to say now with the UK going into the highest cost of living, people might not have a choice and they have to make life decisions that will maybe put them in debt. But there are others that are kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, a bit slap happy with their, their money habits. But it's not all doom and gloom because you can change your habits now and you can turn negative consequences into really positive rewards think about sleep if your habit has always been going to bed late and watching tv you wake up the next morning and think oh, i feel shit can't function properly you can change that and you can do it in stages for example the next week you could challenge yourself and say right i'm going to be in bed by 10 o'clock you may still turn that tv on remember rome wasn't built in a day so take your time a couple of weeks on you may say I'm going to turn the TV off. I must admit, I turn my TV on and I've challenged myself a lot with this and why I do it. And actually, I shouldn't even have a TV in the bedroom. I don't think there should be TVs in the bedroom at all. 2 faced as I am, I've got my TV in there, but do you know what it is, people? I think it's more of... It used to be, not, <laughs> that sounds really sad, companionship. It's not that, it's having a voice in the room. But you may then say to me, but Tina, you don't have to have the television. You could just have radio or, which I do listen to as well. So I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, I'm just mumbling here because I shouldn't have a fucking television in my room, period. So there you go. i challenge challenged myself in front of all of you. I need to get rid of that television in the room. But I'll be honest, I, I think to myself, it won't happen until it breaks. <laughs> It takes time to develop a successful habit. Uh, approximately 21 days. So you have to go easy on yourself. So if I've been doing that television thing, for example, for God knows how many years, it's going to take a little bit of time to break because it's entrenched to have that TV. I'll never actually forget that when I did get a TV in the room, I've had three of them now that have broken. And I go out literally the next day or order it and it's there. But the toilet seat example, I haven't done that all my life. It was triggered by um, an article that I'd read about the amount of germs and shit that comes flying out the toilet, excuse the pun, when the lids open. And that was it. It was almost like someone said, your life's going to end tomorrow. Start now. I changed instantly. I'm not talking about the toilet seat being up, which is, you know, men, can you please put the toilet seat down? We don't want to see your urine all around the seat. It's disgusting. I'm talking about the lid being up and it bothers me so much now that if I go to someone's house and I use the loo and the toilet seats up I just think oh god it's horrible now the other side of that is if you go to toilet in a public place and the toilet seat's closed I open that fucker with trepidation because I don't know what I'm gonna see in front of me so there you go it's a double-edged sword isn't it someone's done what I want them to do but yet I don't know what lies beneath the lid I think I better get off the uh, subject of toilets. Remember, a leopard doesn't change its spots very quickly. It can take a bit longer. But the good to know fact, up to 40%, sorry, 47% of our daily behaviour is habitual. How cool is that? So moving quickly on, systematically improving one behaviour at a time You know you can dramatically improve your lifestyle, health, income, relationships, the whole kit and caboodle. So just think about these habits and what you're doing. Do you know how to identify your bad habits? You need to be aware of those that aren't working and effectively hold you back. Turning up late, too much time on social media, talking instead of listening, forgetting someone's name when you've just met them, for example oh god I do that, (laughs) I don't know if it's a bad habit, I just feel a bit shit with that stuff that someone introduces me and I can't remember and you know what it is, it's because I'm not listening properly, that's all it is, I'm not listening, also sweating the small stuff, especially in work there are controlling decisions, all that kind of bad stuff and then being glued to your phone, which is one of my irks, you'll be out with somebody socially and they're on the bloody phone and it's there, it's on the table, put it away. Go back to when you didn't have mobile phones. You know, it's really one of my main irks that I think somebody's always checking their mobile phone when you're out, unless they say up front, look, do you mind? I'm gonna have my mobile phone. I'm expecting a really urgent call. It's an emergency, blah, 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 blah. I just think it's rude. I just think it's a really bad habit because you're not present. And I think we all need to just leave it in the bag unless, you know, you've got kids, they're at home or something. Why don't you take time, like I am going to do, to list all my bad habits and ask your nearest and dearest for some feedback. If a bunch of people are saying the same thing, let's make adjustments. Make adjustments. Remember, your outward behavior is the truth. Your inner perception of your behavior is often an illusion. I've talked about this before about going to people to ask for feedback and it's not easy but um, you're probably aware of most of them. Maybe just ask your partner, a good friend or two and say what do you think my bad habits are? And it's funny the other day my goddaughter was uh, around me and she was getting ready to do a presentation and wanted some feedback and she does this thing where she would be talking <sighs> and studying, and she's speaking, and she's got this sniff going on, and I've heard it for about a year now, and I said to her the other night, she said, oh, what do you think of my presentation? I said, what's this sniffing in between every five years? It's like she's hyperventilating with a sniff. Fucking annoying, I'm not gonna lie. And she then made some excuse, so it's asthma, and it's not. She's got into a bad habit of doing this sniff thing, and I said, you need to be aware of it, maybe record yourself. And actually, she does a podcast, so they must edit it out. That's a lot of sniffs. Another another way is maybe studying the habits of uh, successful role models. You may be able to adopt some. You learn to develop the habit of changing your habit. Funnily enough, it was interesting last night at this friend's birthday party when his very good friend was talking about his wardrobe, saying, you know, he would just have 10 pairs of blue trousers, 10 white t-shirts and the same old, same old. It was a habit. But is it habit or is it convenience? Because when I look at some of the serious leaders like Mark Zuckerberg, rest in peace, Steve Jobs, they just wore the same clothes all the time in terms of their colourways. They didn't have to think about it. Yeah. How about creating better habits? the step-by-step formula. So you think of your bad ones, get those listed down, get the feedback and then maybe look at a couple of habits that you really want to change for the better that will enhance your life. Number one, the step-by-step is identify your bad ones, which i just said, I'm repeating myself, I'm tired, I'm sorry, and your unproductive habits. Be honest, be honest, which ones of those are unproductive? And a good example today was, I'm really behind when it comes to Today to doing this podcast because the fact is I like to record in the week before I release to you on a Monday I like to have literally edited by Thursday Friday and I'm now having to do this all on a Sunday so I got myself into a bad habit I like a little bit of routine when I'm doing things I wanted to relax it down I'm bloody tired but I am going to get on and edit it number two define your new successful your new successful habit which is the opposite of a bad habit let's think about smoking so smoking is a bad habit it's not good for your health and you need to really consider the rewards for adopting your new habit so if you take about smoking smoking black lungs smoking a bit nasty breath and smelly breath around your your family and friends i used to smoke many moons ago it was all the bad habits i adopted when i finished competing really and um it's expensive etc You stop smoking, more money in your pocket, better health, better around family and friends. And I've never understood this, right? I've got neighbours next door. He smokes, she smokes like a chimney and he doesn't. How do you kiss that? I don't get it. What do you do? Babe, can you go and clean your teeth and and suck 10 minutes before I give you a snog? (laughs) I don't get it, honestly. But you get the picture, right? You get the picture. And number three, create a three-part action plan. For example, you're smoking. Read literature, go to therapy sessions, be accountable to somebody, or use a patch. Think about the key actions you will take. With these habits, I think it would just be really interesting for you to just get them down. Think about the habits you do. Is there anything that could be modified? Again, just to recap on this action plan to wind up this session, think of some role models who are successful and ask about their successful habits or read about them, for example. I definitely think Steve Jobs would be an interesting one. I think Richard Branson might be an interesting These aren't role models for you, by the way. These are people that I've read about and some of their habits. But think about the, it could be an aunt, it could be an uncle. You know, why does auntie always get up and she's got everything done by 12 o'clock? Well, she gets up in the morning because it's the start of the day and blah, 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 whatever. Identify habits that are holding you back and the associated consequences. I'm always late for Tina it pisses her off it starts the first part of our hanging out really shit it's always because she's so pissed off because of me getting there late so why don't I just try and get there next time 10 minutes early something like that because I hate that habit when people turn up late and it's just a manner of fucking shit and excuses I just I don't know what will be your successful new habit and the benefit of it because if you can't identify what the benefit of it will be then you won't adopt a new habit. Makes sense? So, freeing up a weekend from work and the benefit of that, you're more relaxed, you're refreshed mentally, reduced stress levels, etc. And I've got a perfect example. The new client that I was working for last week and for another three months or so, I know I'm going to have an inbox full of stuff because I'm taking over doing someone's role for a bit and helping with some content strategy bits and pieces. I'm not going to look at the email today because that will just stress me out thinking what's coming tomorrow. I'm not getting paid to look today so I'm being really strong and whatever lands in there tomorrow morning whether they've got a meeting for god knows whatever time I'll see it when I see it but it is going to be tempting to look at it later on tonight but I'm going to try not to. So if you had a three-step action plan which is the last part of this overall action plan for a habit identify three actions and a start date. So let's take the smoking example again. Number one, attend a cessation session. God, that's a mouthful. Cessation session. Two, use a patch. Three, be accountable to someone. And I'm gonna start this all by the end of April, 2022. There you go. Look, people, I know it's been one of those weird ones where I've been yakking half asleep, but I really do hope you found this useful in terms of habits. And I think the takeout is we've got good habits and we've got bad habits we've got strengths and weaknesses, just focus on the strengths because it's all about the power of focus. Focus on those, get those habits in in check and in a couple of weeks I'll bring you part two because there is so much in the power of focus, it is scary and if we focus better, I swear we're going to live a better life. So thanks so much for listening and again, If you like my podcast, please give me a rating and review me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now and be sure to tell your friends, family, the dog, the kittens, the cats, the whatever about me and lean in and listen. Take good care. Until next time.